coming up. God has given us power. Yes. His authority is now being avail made available to us. And this is the same one, it reads on, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. Y'all get this? Yeah. This power is available to us. We can operate in under the authority, the authoritative umbe umbrella of our Lord Jesus Christ by the same power yeah. that was used that he demonstrated when he got up out the grave. That's right. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Some of us struggle with submitting to authority because we've been on the receiving end of misused power. But the authority of Jesus Christ can be trusted and wholeheartedly accepted. Learn why and how in the message series, Accepting the Authority of Jesus Christ. Here's Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn with the fourth message in the series, Audible Acceptance. Audible. Yes. Audible. Audible. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me now? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So on your outline, if you're ready to go, let's get into it. Mm -hmm. A, write this down. We need to understand the importance of audible acceptance of Jesus's authority. Mm -hmm. We need to understand the importance of audible acceptance of Jesus's authority. This means Jesus should have authority over what we allow ourselves to hear, what we allow to enter into our ears. Yes. Jesus should have authority over that. Mm -hmm. And we should peacefully transfer this power, this authority over to him. Peacefully, just give it to him. Um, and it's extremely important that we do this. And we'll see as we go through the lesson message today. More than a dozen, more than a dozen times in the New Testament, Jesus Christ himself said something like this. Whoever has ears, hmm. let them hear. That's right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, mm. he said, whoever got ears, you need to be listening. Mm hmm. He said it over a dozen times in the New Testament. Listen up, listen up. All right. <laughs> now, what should be important to us is what he was referencing when he said it. You know, we got this uh, in our in our society, in our interactions. We know we do something. Um, we make some statements to emphasize our desire for people to really listen to us. You know, and so... Uh, uh, my son sometimes say stuff like he'll say something and he say for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just saying yeah. no. I'm I'm really serious right now. You really need to be paying yeah. attention. Yeah. And then sometimes we'll talk and we'll say something. And then we go, do you uh, do you feel me? Do feel you feel me? me? You know, you you're saying I really want you to listen. I really want to connect with you mm -hmm. on this. Mm -hmm. Jesus's form of that is yeah. one of his forms of it is. Whoever has ears to hear, <laughs> let them hear. He said that over a dozen times in the New Testament. <clears throat> he typically um, said it after he said something profound, something that was important to understand. Yeah. For example, 
<clears throat> excuse me. One time he said, he one time he said this after he told the parable of the the sower and the seed. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, the the parable of the sower and seed, you know, just to refresh your memory or to tell you if you ain't familiar with it, um, was Jesus told his parable about a, a, a farmer who went out and, and sowed seed, and he sowed seed on four different types of soil. Um, he sowed it on on some some hard soil mm -hmm. by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Scripture says, and um, the, that it, it it wasn't it wasn't just hard soil. It was by the wayside, mm -hmm. and the so it just sat on top, and the birds came and just picked up the seed and ate it. Yeah. And then he talked about uh, some seed that 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 was on hard hard soil that the the depth of the soil wasn't strong. And so when the seed went in, it went in, it went in real shallow. So the sun came down and just dried it all up, just mm. beat it up, beat it up. It couldn't produce. Then he talked about other soil seed that he threw seed on and the soil was, he threw it in the soil where it was full of weeds and all the shrubs and everything came around and choked it out. And then he said it fell on some good soil. And... Here in our text, it picks up and, and at the end of him talking about what happened with the good soil. So let's let's read that portion. Matthew 13, 8 through 9. It, it says, still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop. A hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, mm -hmm. let him hear. All right. All right. All right. He's saying something profound here. Mm -hmm. He's saying you got ears. You need to listen. You know, look, look what it says in the New Living Translation for this passage. Just to give it a little more flavor here. Mm -hmm. Again, Matthew 13, 8, 9. Still other seed fell on fertile soil. And they produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much as had been planted. Mm hmm. Anyone with ears to hear mm -hmm. should listen and understand. Yeah. All right. It's important that we give Jesus audible authority. Mm -hmm. We accept his authority audibly yeah. with what goes into our ears. Jesus is saying that it's important for us to use our ears productively particularly when we hear God's word, because in the parable, he explained later that the seed was the word of God. Mm -hmm. And if yeah. you, and I trust that you want God's word to fall on good soil That's within right. you, within your heart, so that it can produce fruit. That's right. 30, 60, 100 fold mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than what was sown. And I, my, it is my prayer that today fruit will be produced. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later. So Jesus wants us to be productive. So I can hear you asking the question, write this down. <laughs> How can we surrender to Jesus's authority with our ears? How can we surrender to Jesus's authority with our ears? First, I want to start with what not to do <laughs> with your ears. <laughs> All right, I want to start there with what not to do with your ears. Yeah. I want to give you a couple things. And in this, what we can do. Um, number one, do not listen to false stories. 
do not listen to false stories. Um, here in 2 Timothy 4, 3, 4, uh, Paul's talking to his son in the ministry, one of his disciples, if you will, um, about something. And, he's, and he says this, this passage picks up after Paul had instructed Timothy to preach in season and out of season. Mm -hmm. In other words, preach when it's when it's when it's when it's desired, preach when it ain't desired. That's right. Preach when the, the, the circumstances are perfect, preach when it ain't. Mm -hmm. Tell people the truth, what they need to hear. He was telling them. Yeah. And so this picks up after he had given him that instruction. And so it says here in 2 Timothy 4, 3 and 4, for the time will come when people will not put put up with sound doctrine. Mm -hmm. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Mm -hmm. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Yeah. I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you have itching ears? Itching ears. Do you need a Q-tip? <laughs> Y'all need a Q-tip? Do, do you need a Q-tip, you know, to, to, to get to that itch? Meaning, do you have uh, certain things you want to hear and you want people to say exactly what you want them to say? So it can satisfy your own inward desire, mm -hmm. your own selfish desire. You need a Q-tip. Jesus, the, the scripture is talking about you here. Look how uh, this same text is, 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 is recorded in New Century Version. Second mm -hmm. uh, Timothy 4, 3 and 4. Because the time will come when people will not listen to the true teachings, to, to, to true teaching, but will find many more teachers who please them by saying the things they want to hear. Yeah. They will stop listening to the truth and will begin to follow false stories. Mm -hmm. Paul says the time is coming when there will be many more teachers. Y'all yeah. get this? Yeah. Who will teach people exactly what they want to hear. Yeah. Not the truth. But what they want to hear. Yeah. Not the truth. All right. Whatever satisfies, but whatever satisfies their, flesh. Their, their flesh. Yeah. Whatever satisfies their own personal ambition. Mm -hmm. That's what they want to hear. Yeah. But what they need to hear is the truth. That's right. So there will be a significant increase in people believing falsehoods. Myths and conspiracy theories. <laughs> that's that's been in the news lately. Does, does it does it doesn't it sound familiar? Mm -hmm. All right, stuff that can't be substantiated. Yeah, and they want you to believe it, and they're talking about it. Stuff that's generated from people's fears, fantasies, mm -hmm. and fanaticisms. Mm -hmm. That's where it's coming from. This these things are happening right now in the mainstream. Yeah, it's even happening in common everyday interactions that we have at the grocery store, mm -hmm. wherever we go. Just common, if we see the same thing happen. People uh, purporting these ideas that can't be substantiated. Yeah. In other words, just straight lying. Okay, <laughs> just <laughs> let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> 
Yeah. Let's keep it's it real. Lies. It's just lies. It's just made up something. It's just made up. It's just lies. And yeah. it's all around us. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing it in our society today. Yeah. It's pretty clear. So we don't want to listen to false stories. We don't want to feed into that process mm -hmm. of that happening. The second thing that's kind of similar that we don't want to listen to is do not listen to gossip. Mm -hmm. Do not listen to gossip. Y'all remember that hit song by the Timex Social Club? Who remembers that song? How do rumors get started? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what year was it? Anybody know for sure? I think I uh I would guess it was in the eighties. Makai said yes, she does know it. See. Fred see. said nineteen eighty six. That okay. sounds about right. All right. Yes, yes. Thank you. And Daryl. Y'all you guys are coming in right behind <laughs> each other. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful, y'all. Yeah. And so here's the thing about gossip. Sometimes gossip is false, but sometimes it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But all the time it's bad. Mm-hmm. Y'all get that? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that again. Gossip is sometimes false. It's sometimes true, but it's always bad. Yeah, that's good. All the time is bad. And the reason is because its intent is not to be productive or solve the issue. It's not the intent of gossip. Right. It's gossip. Its intent is to is to is a twisted entertainment at someone else's expense. That's that's, right. that's what it is. It's just bringing slander upon another person. It's not intended to solve anything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always bad, even though when it's true, it's still bad to do. Mm -hmm. Look what Proverbs eleven thirteen says. It says, a gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person mm -hmm. keeps a secret. Mm -hmm. So we see gossiping is a betrayal of confidence. Yeah. You know, and, and, and is there's a break in trust mm -hmm. when you're part of the gossip question. You say, well, I wasn't gossiping. I was just listening. <laughs> oh, oh, so you was the garbage can that they put the garbage in. Yeah. yeah. I see. Oh, so you now you, you want to. You accepted the garbage. You right? accepted the garbage. Yeah. yeah. They'll keep bringing it to you. You accept it. I, well, I'm not garbage. Keep, I'm just a can. They're going to keep bringing it to you. Guess what? You got all the residue on you, too. Um, and so we don't want to be the garbage, the garbage can for the garbage yeah. or even the garbage. Yeah. Proverbs 26, 20, 20, 20 through 22, Proverbs 26, 20 through 22. It mm -hmm. says this, fire goes out without wood and quarrels disappear when gossip stops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, verse 21, a quarrelsome person starts fights as easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire or fire lights wood. Mm -hmm. And then verse 22 says, rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Yeah. So you see, this is why it's hard to overcome rumors and gossip because it sinks deep into a person's heart. Even after the truth comes out, it's still hard to get past the the devastation of your reputation yeah. because of the falsehood that was portrayed. That's right. It's difficult. We have plenty of people in history to to uh, to be evidence of that. Right, and then some people aren't trying to, again to seek the truth. So even when the truth comes out, they'll go, "Nah, I don't believe it." That's right. Because they want to accept 
the other story. Right. Yeah. Right. And and you we all remember moments where somebody gave us some news and we were so shocked and we were so stunned and it, it just went deep into us. That that moment, that experience of hearing it. And it, so it had, it did something to us. Yeah. And then that effect that it did can't be undone. Mm-hmm. Even when you find out the truth, you still had the experience of right. that feeling. Still had and it. then, you know, we are suspecting and, and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Doubtful people anyway. Yeah. And then when some of us are still go, I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all know, you know, you know, know, right? You know how it is. So let's not be a part of that. We don't want to listen. We don't want to listen to gossip. So right here we have a, uh, and some of y'all may have been victims of rumors and gossip. Mm-hmm. So you know exactly how it feels. Yeah. If you went to high school, you were. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have a chat question here for you. I'd like to hear from you and I want to hear your thoughts. All right. Here's the chat question. <laughs> In what social environment do you think gossip or rumors persist the most in our society? Where do you think it persists the most? Where do you hear those rumors and the gossip all the time? <laughs> Daryl jumped out there. Social media. <laughs> <laughs> Social media. It's Fred said the same thing. Uh, Makaya says school and media. Social media. Yeah. Um, let's, did I miss somebody? No. Leanne says social media, yes. Uh, Miss Reader, hello there, said social media. And Nicole Scott says families. Wow. Families. Hey, daughter-in-law. <laughs> um, and the Turner says work and media. What do you say, Sarah? Work at my job at least. <laughs> <laughs> and media. Yeah, I think. I think you you do hear a lot of those the water, know, water cooler conversations. The water cooler conversations. Yeah, girl, I ain't one to gossip, so you didn't hear from me. <laughs> hey, Sanders. They said B D E and then E is family. All right. So they said school, media, and your family. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's it's so true. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for your responses. But we don't want to be a part of that. We don't want to to listen to gossip, nor do we want to listen to false stories. That's right. So the third way that we can um, use our or surrender authority to Jesus over our ears is listen to the experience of elders. Yeah. Listen yeah. to the experiences of elders. Of trusted elders, right? Yes, trust trusted <laughs> elders. Because some of them are older, but yeah, uh, not, yeah, you don't want... <laughs> yeah. Some of us got some gossiping elders. <laughs> got some gossiping elders. <laughs> I, I remember my cousin told my cousin told me something once oh, once about some elders we share. <laughs> um, that and so. Um, so yeah, so you could have some gossip and elders. You could have some gossip and elders. So I, I, that's why I said trusted or some, yeah. Some, no, that's that's a great some point. Kind of, uh, definition on there. That's a that's a great point. Look what uh, Psalms forty four one says. Uh, we have heard with our ears, O oh God. Our ancestors have told us what we did in the with what you did in the day in their days in the days long ago. They said, we've heard about it, and our ancestors told us what you did long ago. Uh, have you ever been fascinated by uh, stories your parents or your grandparents told you? 
um, mm-hmm. about when they were grew up mm-hmm. and everything. I know um, I, I get gripped when my father talks about uh, his experiences in the South and uh, the the yeah. the prejudice and everything. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's it's, it's, it's jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can learn a lot from history, yeah. especially from our bloodline history, because it speaks to helps us understand how we became who we are and, um, and help us understand our parents and grandparents a little bit better and some of the things that may have been passed down from generation um, to generation. So we should listen to our the experiences of trusted, not non-gossiping elders. <laughs> let's be, yeah. let's be yeah. clear about that. Yeah, let's be clear about that. <laughs> All right. The fourth thing that we can do um, to surrender to the authority of Jesus Christ with our ears is listen to the cry of the poor. Mm-hmm. Listen to the cry of the poor. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 21, um, 13, it says this, those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear that? Wow. You shut your ears to the cries of the poor. When you're in need, you will be ignored. ignored. Mm-hmm. That's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, we, we've already covered and we, you know, from time to time, and we understand this as followers of Christ, that we need to be concerned about one another and that we need to be considerate of others. And as Martin Luther King said, uh, that if in, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. everywhere. And so these are some principles that we need to adopt. And here Mm -hmm. the scripture is telling us, Mm -hmm. don't shut your ears to the cries of the poor. And look what Psalms 12, 5 says. Gives us even more information about this concept. It says, because the poor are plundered and the needy grown, I will now rise, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. I will protect them from those who malign them. Mm. God is saying, I'm listening. Yeah. To the cries of the poor. Mm-hmm. And y'all know if God is hearing it, we need to hear it. And God is saying, not only am I listening, I'm going to stand up on their behalf. And I'm going to stand up for them and protect them from folks who's trying to harm them. Yeah. We need to be listening to the, to the cries of the poor. poor. Yeah. And we need to hear their literal pains. Not figuratively. We need to, because we need to... Um, get close up close and personal to their pains because then we can really emphasize empathize with them mm-hmm. and understand how to come up with some tangible solutions not just um lip service but some tangible solutions yeah. you guys know um when we were the times that we went to help at discovery church in livermore to feed the the hung the homeless yeah, that was a profound experience that we mm-hmm. had there, mm-hmm. um, feeding them and cooking breakfast and everything, yeah. and talking to them, talking inter- to them. interacting with sitting them, sitting down and eating with sitting them. down and eating with them, yeah. and all of that. Um, it was a great experience, mm-hmm. and so it gives you a, a perspective that you wouldn't get by not being there. Right, and so you can come up with some real tangible solutions when you get close to the problem. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The fifth thing that we can do um, is listen to songs about the Lord. Listen to songs about the Lord. Ephesians 5, 18 through 19 says, 
Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, mm -hmm. speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Here, this the text is telling us that we need to be speaking to one another with um, psalms and hymns and songs, singing together, singing songs, <laughs> worship right. songs together. We need to be doing all that together. We, we do it every week. This is a, a, a blessed time for us to have. So you need to make sure, and when you ain't with the rest of us and we ain't singing together, that you got yeah. your gospel playlist right. together. Gospel playlist. You got to have your gotta gospel have playlist. You yes. got to have a rotation yes. of songs that touch you and move you yeah. and cause you to think about God and surrender to God and commune mm -hmm. with God. And mm -hmm. you got to, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we did that thing when we were doing our thing in the world. Yeah. We got the, we, we made sure we had that playlist. Uh -huh. We bought those 45s <laughs> and those 33s and those eight tracks. And uh -huh. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, me. Yeah, yeah, you. Because I didn't, I didn't buy all Oh, yeah. <laughs> See. They were already in the house. <laughs> they I had the older house. brothers and sisters. So y'all, y'all modern day folks, y'all <laughs> streaming, y'all streaming these stuff. Yeah. You know, but we did things in order to hear the music we wanted to hear. That's right. With our worldly you can, living, you can easily make a play playlist th these days. Absolutely, yeah. But I was just thinking about how sometimes we're walking through the house and somebody's singing um, a, a gospel or song or something, and then the other ones of us just join in and start singing too. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Or KJ, KJ, you can tell him how I would wake him up every day and sing, "This is the day the Lord has made. Let yeah. us rejoice and be glad in it." Amen. So we sing it every morning. Amen. Every morning. Amen. What was that, Daryl? Going back to those eight tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, we need to praise and sing God together as a as God's family, and this is what the text is instructing us to do. That's and right. that is something great to do with our ears in a way that we can surrender to the authority <laughs> of Jesus Christ. In that fashion. That's right, KJ. This is the day that the Lord has made. All right. <laughs> Put it in the chat. This oh, yeah. This is the day, this this is the day, day that, that the Lord has made. I sang that to him for years. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And then here, uh, the last thing that uh, we have here that we can do to surrender to the authority of Jesus Christ with our ears is listen to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Listen. To the word of God, his written and his preached word. Yeah. Hopefully today, this message will be seed that falls on good ground, on fertile soil, mm -hmm. and it produces fruit within you. Second mm -hmm. Kings 23, 2 says, <clears throat> um, and this, let me give you some context here before I get into the text. Okay. Uh, this is picks up with King Josiah. King Josiah. He was king in Jerusalem. And he became king at the age of eight years old. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Became king at the age of eight years old. And the text picks up when he was 26. 18 years into his kingship. Mm -hmm. And this scene here happened 
about 75 years or so of the people not hearing the word of God. Yep, you heard me right. For 75 years, For they, did, they seven, had not heard the word of God. They had not heard the word of God. None of the Bible passages or anything. And that's because Josiah's father, Josiah's grandfather, mm. had turned their backs on God and they were kings. Wow, generational. And they were worshiping idols mm. and they had let the, the, the work in the temple mm -hmm. just fall apart. And so much to the extent that they, you're going to see in the text that they lost God's word mm. in the temple. Let's read the passage. Second Kings 23, two. Speaking of Josiah, it says, mm -hmm. he went up to the temple of the Lord with the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets, all the people from the least to the greatest, all of them. Mm -hmm. Josiah said, all y'all coming. All y'all. <laughs> he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, mm -hmm. which had been found in the temple of the Lord. <laughs> they found it. Y'all get this? They found it. <laughs> the book of the covenant got lost mm -hmm. in the temple of the Lord. Yeah. Josiah became king at eight. His grandfather, his father had turned their back on God. Does this sound familiar in any of your families? And here at the age of 26... Josiah is reading God's word to all the people. He's reading all of it. <laughs> I got a question for you. Is God's word lost in your home? In your family? I was I was so blessed today. Um, Mikai and Sarah and I we were talking. We were just preparing for church, getting ready, mm -hmm. and we were talking. And Mikai was talking about uh, uh, Apostle Paul saying <laughs> saying how you know how you, you can't separate me from the love of God. And how I've been shipwrecked and all that. She was just going down and she was saying, Paul been through some stuff, she said. <laughs> and she said, and then she started talking about Solomon and how he his wisdom of when he when they the, they was fighting over the baby who who was the, the mother of the child and mm -hmm. Solomon said, Well he with wisdom he said, Well, let's cut the baby so, in half. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and she, she was talking about that. Mm -hmm. And then she, she mentioned something else, too. And I was just thinking, I was so blessed. I was so blessed. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, that must be wonderful. Because I didn't grow up in the home like that. Mm -hmm. Where the word of God right. was priority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And I was just blessed by Micaiah being so familiar mm -hmm. with 
characters of the Bible and able to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, able in, to speak to it. On, yeah. In detail and then apply yeah. them to mm -hmm. circumstances and mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you not to let God's word not be heard in your home, in your families. Be sure that folks hear the word of God. It's important. It's important. In your family. It's, yeah. it's vitally important. Yeah. It's the best tool you can pass down to your children. Yes. You know, to help them. Amen. Man. And then one of the reasons it's so important here in the next passage, Romans 10, 17, it says this, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message mm -hmm. and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So we learn about Christ through God's word. It is through that word that hearing comes and faith comes. So hearing God's word is essential to obtaining faith. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why it's so important for the word of God to be heard. Not just sitting on a mantle, not just, you know, uh, collecting dust, but heard in your home and in your family so that faith can come. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, Pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Don't give yourself more credit than you ought to give yourself. All right, that's right. Okay, because the truth is, you may not say a lot of things in front of other people, but when you get by yourself, though, it, it starts to come out. I know because I'm one of them. I'm, a, I'm an introvert, and when I'm around folk, I can shut my mouth. But oftentimes when I'm by myself, it starts coming out. Thank you for listening.